that's a home for you yeah home is where you can walk around in pajamas without feeling unsafe or judged or viewed or vilified home is mostly felt when shared with people you love and people you trust and you feel supported by because that's what makes you feel safe and when you safe among people among a place and then you're home for sure there's a feeling of safety that i think it's it needs to be the foundation what makes a home i mean it is definitely about people of course i guess for me a home it's a place where i can feel um feel safe to be myself at my best and at my worst to me home is a synonym to community Welcome home. I am Morgan Oleron and you're listening to season 3 of The Humans Inside the Pods, a podcast exploring the power of community one conversation at a time. On here we talk about challenges and growth with the people who choose to live with others and share the place they call home. If you're interested in the topic, you might like my book. It's called Have Your Cake and Share It Too, and it's a personal story about the world I grew up in, a world I stepped into, and a world I dream of. or the impact community living had on me. But back to the episode. We had a great time recording it. We sure hope you enjoy it. If you do, never hesitate to let us know through a review, a share, or a message. It takes a second, but it means a lot. Hey Alex, how are Hello. you doing? <laughs> doing good. Doing good. Yes. Great. Thank you so much for doing this with me. It's been a bit of a back and forth trying to find time then mm. forgetting each other and then yeah. <laughs> like both you and me did that so no yeah. no blame here. Um <laughs> and now we're here so I'm super yeah. excited and uh I think there's a lot that I want to talk to you about but first yeah can you just introduce yourself the way you want to and then we can dive in. Uh yeah sure. So um Yeah, my name is Alex. Uh originally from Australia, been living in Sweden for like 6 years. I think I'm in, yeah, I'm in my 7th year now. Um and been co-living uh the most recent like 3 and a half of those years. Uh yeah. Cool. I like that you don't introduce yourself but by what you're doing. No, it's, so it's rare. <laughs> For me it's not an I mean what's one of the things I love about like I mean one of the things I noticed I guess is like living uh how I live is it like it's just a question that doesn't really matter like I don't know what people do I don't really care it doesn't represent them as a human being Beautiful <laughs> It's just like a bonus it's like oh it's interesting kind of side fact about yourself mm-hmm. um But I, I mean, you know, yeah, especially if you're doing something that's not really that's more like to pay rent and it's not your actual passion. Or, yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if it like happens to be like a passion, then it's like great, let's talk about it. Mm. But uh yeah, generally you can kind of gauge the human without knowing. Like, yeah, no. Oh. Fully agree. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just that usually when you ask that question like, oh, can you introduce yourself? Even I do that, right? It's like, okay, then I go where immediately to what do i do right kind of trying to yeah sure yeah. feel the void <laughs> with activities <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh great okay um should we start maybe with yeah what brought you to sweden 
maybe is the first yeah um well i was uh working in a cafe in melbourne um and yeah there was like a swedish uh backpacker who was also working there and then yeah we um uh started a romantic relationship and long story short i ended up moving to sweden um we broke up some years ago actually we both moved into the house together and she broke she moved out after two weeks unrelated to the house but yeah um i decided to stay in in sweden after that yeah i have a very similar story so yeah i relate to that not <laughs> yeah. from uh, australia but yeah uh that's a bold move though wow like that's very far and very different i guess um impressive and what yeah what is it that you like so much about sweden that you decide to stay um well uh it's very hard to answer this question without like filtering out my confirmation bias because now i've already invested six years of my life but like i i believe like the way that i usually explain it is like i never really felt at home in australia um and when i came here i started to notice the differences in like ways of life and like ways of looking at things um like values wise at like a state level and then that difference forced me to like examine the the things like the values of a society and then i came to appreciate the swedish values um so there's a values match between me and sweden you could say yeah i i relate to that as well That's so interesting <laughs> yeah i yeah, yeah, love it <laughs> so what was the calling for kind of deciding to move to canine or are you co-living it doesn't need to be particularly canine but like what was the thought process around okay we've been here a while but now let's live with strangers basically yeah um hmm i don't exactly know the exact thought but like i've always i mean it's very hard to think back but it just felt natural i think it kind of it felt like a dream like from the outside it kind of it looked like a dream and felt like this is something which would be would be something that i would enjoy and i remember like um going for the interview the first interview and going to the uh the yeah the first floor and there's like tons of shoes there because tons of people live here and there's like so many shoes and jackets and i just remember feeling like oh i must live here so many shoes and jackets it's an indication that there's people here there's life it's like like this is this is exciting i love it a lot of people could have seen the same thing and think oh my god overwhelming what a mess yeah. i've um i've told that same like a reflection of other people and they're like oh that would have scared me away or like they're like oh no i definitely don't want to live here i need to be in my own in like my little box with my you know uh, my own privacy and everything so with, yeah, with, with not... the little ikea furniture where you put the shoes in and hide yeah the exactly shoes away. yeah <laughs> yeah you know it's yeah i acknowledge that it's not for everyone and not yeah but, but i think it's also it's a very different like um because i feel the same like I, when i used to see this like sea of shoes i used to feel really good i used to be mm. like oh these are my people's shoes yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but now that I live with just one person and I see our shoes <laughs> I don't have the same feeling at all right. I'm like why can't we put those damn shoes away right so... <laughs> yeah makes sense <laughs> mm. yeah so I think it's a whole right it's, it's the whole atmosphere with it but um yeah okay so you thought it was kind of um yeah it made sense the next step that's a very interesting one 
Uh, yeah. And so do you want, because now you said about three, more than three years at K9. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that I've taken a few notes that I want to talk to you about, but like sure. just for the, just the first question is like, mm. what, what, why are you still here after three years? Like what makes you stay and what, yeah. yeah, what's the general feeling from maybe from the moment you, maybe you had an image of what it would be like seeing those shoes and those coats. And then sure. now you have the full experience. Yeah. Um, so why, why am I staying? Well, um, that was a quick, that was a basic question, right? Why am I That's staying? That's a massive answer, uh, question I realized. So yeah. we don't have to, <laughs> maybe, maybe let's dive into what was your expectation and mm. where those me met basically. Sure. Wow. My expectations. Um, I guess my expectation was physical proximity to people, um, social, like socialness, like high socialness. Um, and I, I think that might've been, that might've been it, I guess, excitement as well and fun, but as a result of the socialness and as a result of like having people in close physical proximity, um, I, it's so long ago, but I think those were my expectations. I would guess so. Um, and they were met for sure. But were those, were those things that you had back in Australia? that you were missing um, or just things that you were missing in general? Oh, well, I lived, I lived with a couple of friends uh, in Australia. It's like, it's super common to share, not like, I mean, Sweden, you know, it's not so common, but in Australia, it's super common. Um, hanging out at yeah my share house, hanging out at other people's share houses. It seemed like a natural way of life is to like share your life with um, closely with some people. So I guess I was missing it actually. Yeah, and I probably would have had an, the need fulfilled if it was just like four or five people, but like you know, to why not like ten x that? Like you know, why not? It's probably better. Yeah, it's probably better. And it, yeah, sure enough, it's like way better than living with just like four or five people. It's like a yeah, yeah. This is a tough one to explain, right? I get that mm. a lot. It's like. People are like, but why didn't you just like share the flats? Why mm. did you have to go to this place where you, you know, live with 50? And yeah. there's a, it's hard to explain that there's a very different dynamic and very different moments that emerge from that yeah. massive group. <gasps> For sure. Um, all right. Uh, I think... Yeah, I was. I'm debating which question to ask first, but like, mm. um, you, you, so you moved in with someone who moved out a couple of weeks uh, after, and yeah. so you, you were in a in a room that was, well, that could be a private, but like also intended for two people, mm -hmm. and you, you, you looked for a roommate uh, immediately after, or what was the, were you like, because there is sharing. And then there's extra sharing, right? Like sharing sure. and having your private space, but you you went all the way and shared with someone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so like uh, my uh, ex-girlfriend, well, my, yeah, she moved out. And then I was like, oh, now I have to share a room with a random like person. Super, that's going to be super strange. Um, 
but yeah i got like hooked the the recruiter sent me an sms yeah sms i was like hey meet this guy i think it's going to be a good fit so we coordinated and went for a walk and it was like a pretty good vibe um and it's like okay let's go uh and like yeah i mean i remember like the first night or the first couple nights it's like a bit strange like there's a person another person sleeping in my bedroom um but like after like a few days it's kind of just normal and it's like whatever and strange how adaptable uh humans are right um and it's like it's normal and then like yeah three i mean we lived together for three years (laughs) so like it obviously worked yes (laughs) (laughs) I'd, I'd never realized how similar our experiences are. Like, mm. I moved to Sweden <laughs> because I met someone. Mm. I lived in K9 for three years and I shared mm. my room with someone three years yeah. as well. Um, yeah, and I really wanted to talk to you about that because it felt like you guys were like the perfect roommate match. And, <laughs> and I'm so intrigued because, yeah, it's like, how did you make it work? Were you super different? Uh, Marika and I were super different. Like I'm mm. messy. She's super organized. She works all the time. I'm more like kind of all over the place. Mm. Um, and somehow, yeah, I mean, okay, maybe I should ask her in private, but like I, I've <laughs> had a wonderful time and I think yeah. it was amazing to live with her and, yeah. uh, and it was never awkward and we never fought. And mm. yeah, and so I'm super interested in, in your dynamic. Like, how was it? Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> I think it was just luck, honestly, like the way that it worked out, like good vibe match. And like, I mean, I think we're both kind of easygoing people and we both don't really care so much about having, I mean, I don't know, like pretty, pretty flexible, I guess. When both people are flexible, um, it kind of means that like no one's getting offended or like feet are being stepped on or whatever and if it's like you want to raise something which has happened like super infrequently i don't even i can barely remember even one it's like no problem um but also like we had a lot of like yeah uh like commonalities and so that like it's creates a foundation for like a nice friendship as well and it's a nice like yeah safe space then in the relationship and in the room yeah because you didn't only yeah, you didn't just live together. You 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 created a whole like world. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that was my experience uh, while I was in the house. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Studio Fifty Four was uh, exactly. was a thing, right? Yeah. Oh gosh, sorry, that's my dog. Enjoy the recording from uh, from my house, <laughs> just to say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you you you've you've not only just lived together happily ever after, but you you've created um experiences for for us for your for your older housemates in your own private space which is a very Mm. interesting um yeah for me who's really interested in like the 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 concept of home and privacy and sharing Mm. you you were we shared that house but then you also invited us in your very private space of your bedroom um mm. so that was a very interesting concept that i would love to to talk about how was it born like whose idea was it and how did you agree on on, on creating that, yeah. that story yeah so i guess yes yeah, so like for, for context um it's like we were living in room 54 and like we were i don't know how it started but like somehow we like rebranded the room to studio 54 because we both like 
like like music and studio 54 was like the famous disco club um and then like i think part of it kind of comes down to is like we both like to express ourselves creatively in like through like the same they our creative our creativity manifests itself in very similar ways and so like when we're coming up with these like collaborative projects um it was just a very easy match um we it kind of felt like we wanted to do express ourselves in the same ways which was cool um i don't know how it started i think it was like after someone's because we talked about like having having a party in our room um and like yeah djing and making it like some kind of theme or something um and then it was like after someone's birthday i think it was nivy's birthday and then it was like 10 o'clock it happened so it was like no noise after 10 we're like okay let's go up to the room and we're like just like we had like a quick check and we're like yeah let's do it so then everyone came up and it was like the birth of like this series of like <laughs> like yeah I mean, I guess like raging house parties in our room, but like, you know, the room is so it's like 19 square meters. So like with two beds in it and two desks, so like it doesn't take many people for it to be like a really packed party. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I guess I think that's how it started. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. It, yeah. It's famous. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you make it sound very simple. I, I, I don't know if, it's something that can be re replicated anywhere with anyone, right? Um, but, no, I th it yeah. was like a, yeah, just a, a, a lucky thing, I guess. And then also like with the, with like the, once you have like the brand established, it becomes a container for other expressions. So like once we had the brand, we could then say, okay, now we're also going to like make wine and it's going to be wine by Studio 54 and we're going to have a party and it's going to be like, going to be like experimental drinks and like you know uh yeah that kind of thing and then we like marcus like designed some stickers i think i have one like and then we like you know get these stickers around around like the house <laughs> and like it. around the room and our stuff and like it's yeah the the brand is an important container for like other expressions absolutely and it gives gives an identity to to you guys uh yeah yeah of course you're two individuals but within k9 you're also like studio 54 i love <laughs> yeah, it exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah and so how is it now that uh the other half of studios 54 has uh, has moved out yeah i mean it was like a it was a pretty like when we, we had one final party of course and it was a really good one probably our best one yet and it was like really um really emotional at the end i was i was surprised how like um, effect that I was but it at the same time I'm not surprised because it was like yeah it was an amazing three years and like when you share your life with someone so closely um yeah it was a it was a it was a it was a powerful moment um but uh yeah how is it Wait, sorry the question was how is it now yeah, I mean, are you are you sharing with someone new? Oh, right. Yeah, so I am. So I moved up to the third floor in room 33. And a friend who was living on the first floor moved up. Um, yeah, the room doesn't have a brand yet. <laughs> Maybe it won't have one. These things should come organically. <laughs> you know, you, you can't force yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's good. I think I live like, I like sharing a room. If I'm going to live communally in a collective, then why not? 
like go the whole way. It kind of feels like it's more of an experience. It's like more of I'm, I feel like if I was limit, if I was to live in a single room, I'm limiting my experience of what it is to be what it is to be living uh, in a in a co living. Yeah, I understand that. I remember that uh, I think it must have been the second year of America and I living together, and we were both traveling a lot through the summer. And I remember we were both very upset when the others, the other one was gone, and we were like, mm. "Listen, we're we're paying for the full experience of sharing yeah. with someone, and you can't, you're gone all the time. Like I don't yeah. like it. I really yeah, exactly. felt like the, her absence and thinking that I." It sucks. It actually mm. sucks. Maybe it's exciting for one night or two to be like, okay, the room's mine. But mm. after that, it's like, okay, but you know, I need to have a little chit chat in the evening, and you know, waking up and checking in on each other, and I don't mm. know. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Another thing I wanted to talk to you about is something that you brought up quite i'm still sneaking around the canine slack because no yeah, one's kicked sure. me out just yet so <laughs> i'm just there checking what's happening um mm -hmm. and i've noticed that um you've brought up something that is i think is a recurring topic right there's like a seasonality or something of people are very engaged and doing a lot and then it kind of drops and then new people come in and people have new ideas and yeah. um and so you brought up something very interesting around accountability and engagement. And, mm. and I think you wanted people's feedback on how to make sure that the, the community stayed alive and then and, and remains this kind of like breathing organism. Um, yeah. And I really, really love, yeah, your, your words. So I would love for you to maybe tell us a bit more about what brought this idea of, of bringing this proposal and what, what the plan is. Yeah. Um, well, I guess the first thing to mention is it's like, it's really not like, I think I have a preference for the way that the proposal sh would go, but like, it's not mine. Like I was really just trying to like be the, the vessel for like, um, the community's voice. And, um, yeah. So I guess like the concept is that there is this kind of fluctuating engagement in the house and, fluctuating participation in the house and in the community. And it's pretty clear that some people do uh, contribute more than others. Um, and I guess it's like, it's worth for us as a community to just align on like, are we okay with this? And if we are, then sure, let's just have, say it explicitly and know that this is fine. And we know that there's people that um, do more of the essential things like running the economic association, for example. Um, and some people that contribute with nothing, uh, barely even their presence. And if that's okay, that that's, you know, sure. Let's just align on it. Um, yeah. So we had, I brought this up in the house meeting, um, just like, just to kick the discussion off. And it seemed like the house was pretty aligned on like, we would like more, um, even engagement. Um, and we discussed it a bit. Um, we have roles in the house as well, um, for specific yeah own, areas of ownership. And they could be big things. Like I mentioned, like the economic association or small things like, or smaller things like making sure that the plants get watered, you know, but it's just some form of contribution. And I was looking in the document that records all the roles. And I noticed there's like some like joke roles and like roles that like, not being fulfilled and like 
it seems like people were not taking this seriously, which again is fine if that's the culture, but like, I would just like us to like align on the culture and then have some kind of like create some kind of uh, shared understanding, which we can use as a base to, to move forward from. Um, so yeah, after those discussions in the house meetings and then like kind of wrote up a little summary and wrote up what I thought would be like a reasonable baseline level of participation in the community, um, shared that around, got some feedback, workshopped it a lot from people that have been thinking around this, this problem. And now, um, yeah, I just put it up for a proposal or put the, the document up for like voting today. Um, so far it's looking pretty positive, but let's see, I know it's like, yeah, one of the challenges with voting in public is like, you know, people might not want to voice their opposition because it's like they're singling themselves out. Um, but let's see, it's at least still the conversation. The conversation is getting, is like getting started, getting developed and let's see where we will end up. Um, yeah. there. Yeah. Do you do you feel like that's something that has evolved since you've moved in? Like, do you feel like maybe there were more requirement? I don't know if requirement is the right word, but like you felt when you moved in that there were more expectation from you to to engage, or yeah, or not, or have things I think, changed? I think when I first moved in, I expected that I would have some kind of area of ownership, but before I had my current role being like the fire safety guy, um, I didn't really know how to participate, I guess. And this has been like echoed with new housemates even today. Like they're told in recruiting that like, you got to have a role and you got to contribute in some way. But when they come into the culture, into the community, that doesn't really exist on the other side. There's no expectation. Yeah. That's a tough one. And I, I personally mm. think that that's something that I was already missing when I moved in because I was told, and that was a while back, but I was yeah. told the same thing. Like it's expected for you to take part in things and do your, do your share. But once you're there, you're like, okay, what's my share. Right. It's like, uh, so, yeah. and some exactly. people are super proactive and they're like, okay, I'll just make something up and I'll take that responsibility. But some are more like, okay, I'm, I'm not used to do that. And how do I, how do I take that, that, that responsibility? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like this hopefully will kick off some deeper discussions in the community and like around like what is important to the community. What do we think, what things do we think should be done, but aren't getting done? Um, how do we, how do we assign the roles? How do we define the roles? There's a much, there's a lot of work um, that will, if this, if the proposal passes, there's a lot of work that will follow on. Um, and then how, of course, it's maintained. Um but yeah, I mean, hopefully, like, I think it would be great if we would have people like, even if it, let's say, let's say 80% of the house is like, this is great. And then that 80% then commits to um, this level of participation. That's still like a huge improvement. Even if mm. it's the same as 80% today, at least it's like explicitly saying we, the community, we are the active ones. Um, and like, we're on this mission together uh, rather than like a little bit of like, un, un, it's a little bit unclear, like, oh, like, is it, what am I doing? Is it right? Is it, what should I be? You know, it's like, let's just at least align, um, align the ones that want to participate and be engaged and yeah. Absolutely. And I think it will, uh, if it's, if it's clear I and mean, if it's mentioned somewhere, then it's also much easier when new people move in to, to understand. And then as new, you know, it kind of new, 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 new blood comes in, it's a new energy and, uh, yeah. and people know exactly what to do. And I think, I think those those 
this this work of bringing up that proposal and discussing it and putting it to a vote it seems daunting and it's a bit like oh my god it's a lot of work and and it, it takes forever um mm. but i think just that process is also a way to to engage the community and bring the community together i mean i when i For lived sure. there those were my favorite things to do and i yeah it's it, as hard as it is and as long and you know as much patience you need to to actually see the see it through the to the other end that's mm. it's it's sometimes it's the the sounds super cliche but like it's a journey itself to get there that is actually very bonding the, the community together I, I think i think you're right there like i when i i think it was the the second time this was brought up in the house meeting i wrote like a little like intro to like what I wanted to discuss in like one of the channels and just a few hours before the house or the community meeting. And sure enough for that particular community meeting, the turnout was like, I'd never seen that many people before. Um, we, it was, I was like, wow, this is great. So many people are here for the discussion and people were participating. It was like, it was even people were calling in. There was like five or six people joining remote. Like, it was like, what is going on? That's crazy. Oh, wow. But, really cool. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. I mean, even if it is to say, I don't agree. The exactly. Fact that they're the there, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Super cool. Well, I hope it goes in the right direction, which obviously for me, me is always about having a lot of expectation on people. <laughs> <laughs> to to give time and uh and if you don't have time it's at least to yeah like you say just try and be present or yeah yeah and i try, I try to like design the the commitment so it is really like it's not it's not heavy you know it's like prioritize going to the community meetings it's two hours a month uh it's not not that big of a deal yeah read just a few channels in slack to keep updated with the community and its needs and um and then like have have a role that contributes to the development or maintenance of the household or community and like it's pretty broad like you know if if you want to like if you're in your room working all the time maybe you just can like only have capacity to like leave the room and go to the floor and water the plants like okay that's great then you're the then you're the, the plant waterer or like whatever works for you like let's let's like find a, a place for you you know absolutely yeah because i think Otherwise, if you're not able to do that, or if you don't want to do that, it, it it raises the question of why are you here in the first place, right? I mean, I know yeah. it's, it's controversial, but it's like, why do you make that conscious decision decision of of moving into that very specific setting if you if you don't think that you should do anything about it? Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good question. I guess everyone has different motivation. Um, I, I tried to like summarize in like the proposal, like I started with like, just a summary about like what I believe to be the reason why we chose to live here. Like we chose to live in the community for community. And we agree that like we're self-organizing community, which means we have a shared responsibility. Um, no one disagreed to that yet. So I assume we're on the same page. And given that I assume people want to contribute, <laughs> but yeah, let's see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what comes out of that. Yeah, mm. Super cool. Is there some like big changes that you notice since like over the years that you've been in 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 K9, like either 
it can be like in terms of community but also in yourself like if you like i've 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 seen you when you arrived uh, yeah and i see you now um, yeah. and i'm just that just by that i i have noticed changes but mm. uh do you feel like you've you've changed a lot or this is just yeah. a normal evolution that would have happened anywhere i i i it might have happened anyway this change the, the changes that i've experienced but i believe that they were at least um fast forwarded like um I think like living the way that we live, it's um, like you're presented with like a lot of mirrors of yourself through each person you interact with. And um, if you want, you can look into that mirror and you can like, you can, yeah, then you have a choice. Like, okay, here's a, perhaps a side of myself. Like, it's like, why am I judging this person? Why am I getting frustrated? Well, let's investigate that. Um you have more like more potential to be triggered. You have more potential for like experiencing like highs and lows and like confusion of loneliness in around a lot of people or like, you know, like not, you know, hanging out with people 24 seven for like a week, but not experiencing social um, fatigue. What's that, you know? Um, and like, I think it's a, in, it's an environment where like, if you give a little bit of, if you add a little bit of thought on top, it can, it's an environment which allows you to like um, develop yourself. Um, should you choose to take the, the challenges that are presented? I think also like, it's this like, it's something about how that we live that allows someone to like expand their safe space, like, a quite far like how to describe it you i guess like the usually people have a safe space at home and they feel they can be themselves and they feel like they don't need to filter um for other people but when you when that is in your home is with other people i think it like it forces you to like um your safe your safe space and your like your your true self to like be okay around other people more and so then i find like when i'm then like leaving the house and leaving our home this safety uh, comes with me um because it's like been strengthened uh through the community i think it's something like that um and this that. sense of safety allows one to be like more of themselves allows one to like dare to be more of themselves um also it's like a super low stakes environment like if I like discover a more truer or what I believe to be like a truer part of myself, it's safe for me to ex test expressing that in the community. If this, this, if the safety exists. So it's like the, 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 there's no way to really fail if that safety is true. Um, so yeah, I mean, it provides an environment, I guess in summary, it provides an environment for like, um, de-armoring uh if yeah if if one chooses yeah absolutely understand what you're talking about if one chooses is a very good add-on <laughs> mm. it's uh it's it you can be hit with a lot of it's it's a lot to take in mm. i think when you when you move in and yeah. you have all of those um 
maybe what you thought to be true and your reality to be questioned right so yeah sometimes it's a bit yeah. yeah and then like the armor presents itself because it's all of a sudden your way of life is being challenged um at like and you can't escape but uh yeah i guess it's an also like the side the side thing is like you also like see like and accept like oh there's other ways of life and the other ways of seeing things and you know we are still like although i might be at odds with someone on like a certain thing if the values are there if they have a shared values it's like okay cool you know like uh it's just a different we just have different ways of life and you're okay i'm okay like absolutely it's like when there's a baseline of understanding there's no need yeah. to convince each other right exactly and i think yeah. that's that's refreshing uh 100 yeah, yeah. Is there a particular topic or thing that you wanted to bring up or something that you think is important for people to understand if they haven't uh, experienced this type of lifestyle, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I think, well, like, so like when people ask me, why do I choose to keep living like this? The way that I usually describe it is like, um, I've noticed that my baseline or like my lowest level of human of my my well-being is higher when i live in this environment so like even though our well-being it fluctuates it goes up and down the lowest point is higher um as a result of living communally or i believe as a result of living communally because i mean i think it's like a biological thing like i don't think we have civilized out our need for a sense of belonging and this feeling that of safety that I guess we we needed to survive as a, in a tribe. We need to search for this kind of feeling. Um, so like, I think if people are like doubting or they have a strong belief that it's, um, they couldn't do this, I would say, I would say okay, but like uh, probably try it. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure most people would have like experienced a, high, a heightened well-being um, given the biological circumstances that we all like we we all have um somewhere in our history yeah yeah no i understand i think a lot of people what i'm faced a lot with when i when i say the same thing as you is that mm. oh but i've 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 uh, i've tried to share my room in a hostel before you know i've stayed sure. with some i've shared my room with someone for three weeks or something but mm. i think time has a really big thing to role to play as well right because yeah. of course if it's a short amount of time you're not going to go through all the layers and all the processes that the house that canine has put in place right so yeah. it, it you're still very much in your own you know your own what you believe to be right and, and yeah. yes of course everybody makes a small effort to like accommodate but it's it, you don't go deep enough in in a short amount of time so you For don't sure. get the, the benefit either um yeah i mean the, i think yeah, there's a difference between like spending a week with someone in a hostel and spending like two years or three years with someone. It's like a totally different thing. Absolutely. And <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, the, the masks and the, the pretending to be someone else, it doesn't yeah. work, right? It, it no, breaks exactly. really, really fast after a couple <laughs> yeah. of weeks or months. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, I mean, I think I think some people succeed in like maintaining them for, for a long time if they don't choose if they choose to not take the challenge or if it's not their path even if they're not their yeah. you know not their path whatever 
But, but I mean, can they be happy? Can they can they feel good in their home if they're constantly? I would guess not. Yeah. But um, or I guess that there's a they could they could um feel a little bit more at peace in their day to day. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta like I mentioned before, I believe that one has to like has to take that challenge. Yeah has to dare to look into that mirror like you put it i love i love yeah it. Yeah, yeah absolutely um super random but mm. did you always love cooking or is it something that came uh always moving here or was extended yeah. i don't know um yeah i did i well like i think i think i started getting really into it in my early 20s um and uh like i went like real like hardcore like studying like food science and understanding like yeah like the macro components that make up the things that we eat as well as the micro components and how they interact and um yeah then like yeah i mean it's super interesting it's like a it's like it's pretty scientific but not too scientific that like you know one or two grams doesn't make a big difference usually um but you still have to like apply like techniques. You have to know the stuff at a foundational level. Um, and then, yeah, the house is like a great canvas for me to like paint, paint um, different creations on because like I have mouths to feed. <laughs> so like if I was at home experimenting with like making like pastries, I got to like eat it myself, which is like super unsustainable. It's better if I just like eat one and then give the rest to the community, you know? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I, one of the reasons I'm, I'm asking is also because I feel like food has such a strong power in communities, right? Like mm. people come together around the table, people, sure. uh, people share, yeah, people share meals and that's when people plan to do things like, uh, I mean, it's mm. there's science around it. There's been research and like, it's proven, like, it's not just yeah. me saying it. It's like, we yeah, all, we've yeah. all experienced it, but so so i think it's also very interesting and, and it's such an act of um an act of love to cook for other people right it's such a mm. wonderful gift so mm. i think that's a very relevant uh, uh passion to have in, in a, in a <laughs> community environment <laughs> yeah for sure i was lucky in that sense well i think people around you are lucky <laughs> <laughs> what what has been your biggest challenge um it can be any type like personal like professional whatever but how, what has been your biggest challenge uh, since you moved into k9 hmm, my biggest challenge i mean i guess related to to living in community obviously but... yeah it's myself for sure like uh, it's it's definitely like it's like yeah like i mentioned like you know you if you like are having like this negative vibes um or you're feeling negative vibes you're probably projecting them maybe they are true maybe they're not but like there's something happening as a result of living like this close to people um, and uh, working, working with those, with those feelings um, is the biggest challenge I think, or has been for me. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's been uh, your like greatest, greatest memory so far? Hmm. I think yeah, probably my greatest memory was, um, yeah, I had this uh, romantic relationship in the house, and um, it was like a, it was a very nice, very nice experience. You know, we were like living together first, 
um and then like uh yeah we started hanging out romantically and it was um just a very powerful experience within the foundation of this community and like it's just a very it was a it was a really nice experience you know you have each other you have the community we had like we we're living together without sharing the same room but still like you know it's like that's a pretty special thing um i yeah, mean that's, that's that was that's beautiful that's the ideal setup if you ask me <laughs> yeah for sure each each one in your room <laughs> living in the community i love that very short time that i've experienced that but i love yeah that's it. nice <laughs> and um how do you see i'm not gonna do the how do you see mm. yourself in 10 years but like mm. how do you see the future in terms of like living situation um do you feel like you'll ever outgrow canine and maybe move out and if so would you be searching for something communal yeah i think probably i mean first of all i have to acknowledge that like canine could disappear at any moment and i just need to enjoy it while i while like as, as long as it exists um so like and also i i do i do hope that i can have a family and i can't have my family in the room with my roommate so like okay um i think it could be interesting to raise like a child in the house um but probably what i would more look to do is um buy some land or like co-buy some land and like develop some kind of um village or like yeah like kind of like a situation where we would have um perhaps like multiple families in the one property pretty close to the city and our kids could like play to play there but also have access to the city and like maybe there's water nearby and there's also a community element maybe we're sharing the workload with kids sharing the workload with cooking um i think that that could be nice like my my conclusion from living the way that i live is that like this is a key to me feeling like a, a strong sense of like positive well-being is like this community and i think i need that for the rest of my life i'll be doing myself a disservice if i didn't try to create that for myself for all of my life stages so yeah, yeah. Fully agree with that. I've actually <laughs> just visited um, two weeks ago. We were in Brussels. I mean, just outside mm. of Brussels and mm. visited uh, an eco village that was cool. um, actually started. I mean, one of the founding members members is used to live at K9. Uh, oh, yeah. nice. She moved out. I mean, she was one of the very, very first uh, residents. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what you're describing. So it's cool. Uh, there's hope. <laughs> yeah, there's hope. yeah. Yeah. I think this like could be could just be like the people that I'm hanging out with, but I think there's like some kind of meta trend towards this kind of it seems like people are not looking at me like I'm crazy when I say this stuff. And I'm like, what okay. And they're like, Yeah, I thought about that too. I'm like, okay, well, really? And they're yeah. like, Oh, I heard about a guy doing that. It's like, hmm. I feel it more and more. And and then the positive, yeah. the the kind of like the hopeful person within me is like, yeah, it's happening. And then there's the mm. cynical person within me who's like, no, it's just that you're living in a bubble. And then right. thanks like you, right? <laughs> exactly. So. Could be. Could be. Yeah. But either way, let's uh, let's hope for the best. But, for sure. Um, yeah. I have my last question if you're ready for it. Um, yeah, I think so. Let's go. Okay. Um, what makes a home for you? 
um what what makes a home for me uh i think it's just the people you know like i think the easy answer is well it's it's australia but uh, i think if my parents and my sisters and my grandmother was in stockholm this would be you know of course it would just be sweden then you know so it's like it's the people they're they're the home yeah good good thing i like when you said it's australia i was like oh would i ever say france you know mm, would you no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah uh obviously my parents and sister and all that uh, mm. i mean like they are family and that's home but mm. france not at all so it's very interesting uh, reflection here <laughs> uh, yeah mm. i guess people yeah yeah the, the, i think it's the people and the community and mm. that's home and how they make you feel yeah yeah just like this like unconditional it's like it's something to do with the sense of safety again like you can be yeah. somewhere and you don't need to have any masks and you don't need like yeah so like one i mean like one of the re reflection on like the co-living is that like a lot of people say that they could never like live like this because they uh they get socially fatigued but then i would i believe that's it's unconfirmed but i believe it's because they feel they can't fully be themselves when they're around other people and it's draining so like absolutely you know i think uh having a place where you don't need to have a mask don't need to have any armor you can just be you and that's you know that it's okay um yeah that's yeah that's a element of that's like that's essential for the home feeling absolutely but i think it's very interesting that that, that uh, idea that you're bringing up is that now that i don't live in that setting anymore um i feel socially drained uh, very mm. quickly when i'm mm. meeting people for dinner i mean even people that i like you know it's just like mm. uh, when i'm going women attending events after mm. a couple of hours i'm like okay that's it I've given it all I had I need to retrieve and sure and that's not really something I felt so much in the house and mm. there's a very very different way of being with people when you actually share everyday life in yeah. the same house and when you are friends that don't live together and I don't know it's hard it's it's I don't know who it was that I talked to who said it's a muscle like you you mm. you 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 train it in the house and when you for me my experience that moving out mm. i've i've lost that that muscle i don't know mm. I, I feel completely unable to apply what i thought i had learned at k9 to to my mm -hmm. environment here uh, that's something i'm really struggling with and and trying wow. to trying to understand uh mm. i'm, I'm I'm trying to make friends here, which has been a challenge. And mm. and when I sit with them, uh, or them, I'm being generous with her. Uh, <laughs> I met one girl. Yeah. Uh, I'm having a really nice time. Mm. But I'm also thinking, okay, I need to kind of tone down the crazy for now, maybe. Right? You know, we all have mm. this, maybe this little voice in the back of our head that, is this person going to accept us fully yeah. if you really show how depressed we are right now or how sure. stressed we are you know and mm. and that i didn't have to worry about in, in the house no well i think one element of that is also like 
So let's say that you were to be in the kitchen at K9 and you were like feeling like I can't show my depressed self. You go to your room, which is 20 meters away. And that space, you're like, wait a minute, let's try being okay with it. You don't have to like put your clothes on, put your shoes, go out the door, meet someone to test it. You can just reopen the door and like try again. You get more like of these like relationship reps. It's like, uh, (laughs) you know, absolutely yeah, yeah yeah no exactly it's with the idea of the, the muscle yeah it's very true it's uh <laughs> yeah it's like you can try you can try things you can test yourself in a mm. safe environment mm. it's much harder yeah, exactly. to do that at a wine bar on a you know tuesday night 100 <laughs> um, percent. yeah yeah so yeah, I don't know how we go into that, but yeah, exactly. That's mm. uh, I think that's an interesting, uh, an interesting one, and maybe a a good, not a lesson, but something to be aware of mm. when moving out. Uh, that everything that you, all the growth and the learning, mm. it's still there inside you, but mm. it's not as easy. It's not a co- cookie cutter solution that you can apply to the, and quote unquote outside world. Mm. Uh, that's my experience at least and i know that i've talked with jonathan about that a bit and i think he has similar experience so Mm. it could be interesting to like hear a um a canine talk from like what it's like to be an alumni um given like with that as a theme i would be curious to learn about that because i guess probably we're all gonna have to experience not living in canine sometime (laughs) i actually thought about doing something like that um Mm. i also tried to and I try poorly, but uh, at least I'm conscious about it. Like I try to not be, I feel like sometimes I'm a bit like intense on, on, on Slack, not living there anymore. And I'm very present. And mm. so I'm also telling myself that I shouldn't be too involved because I don't want to. And that's, that's another thing that I would love to bring up. And I know that has, mm. ha- has been brought up a few times, but it's like, mm. how do we, do we want to? And how do we care for these people? Like that part of the community Mm. that they've lived there, they've experienced something powerful. um, They would love to stay in touch without being overbearing and like, you know, taking over, but still feeling like they're connected. Mm. Um, And yeah, how do we keep a a network? Because it's also also very valuable. Like I know we help each other. We really help each other. And uh, and now I'm working with with a lot of caniners actually uh, mm. professionally. So it's like, yeah. yeah, how do we how do we make this more organized and more seen and and more clear? Uh, yeah, that's something For that sure. I'm definitely interested in. It's a it's a, it's worth discussing. I think, um, yeah, the extended community, definitely. Mm. But it's it's as always it's a tough one because the 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 space is a home for the people there now. And so you don't want to invade that space. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it could, yeah. Probably, I'm sure there's ways of making it work. Like there was this yeah, alumni program Jonathan designed, which is now, which is paused for COVID, but now it's like, it's back up again. That's cool. Um, I think, yeah, things like that. Um, I look forward to like discussing like some of these topics with the community once we have established this like, what I believe is the first step of like yeah the absolutely I think your your proposal <laughs> or the the what you brought up uh, is is the priority for sure but uh but I think 
next time I'm in Stockholm, I, mm. I I'll definitely maybe try and bring that up somehow or ask yeah, cool. for someone to bring it up and, and mm -hmm. see what can come out of it. Also because I'm just interested in the conversation. Even if nothing comes out of it, I think it's, a, sure. it's an interesting yeah. topic. Yeah. Do it. Um or I digress. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for for this very interesting conversation. Time flew by. Um yeah. This was nice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for making it to the end. You'll find more information about my guest in the description of the episode. If you want to share your own experience or know someone who should, do reach out. I'm always looking for new stories.